0: You are creating clients one conversation at a time. You're talking to people. You're out there telling people what you do. You're out there meeting people. Even on social media, your goal is not that people are necessarily going to just pay for shit from a post, but it's to hope to get them to want to talk to you. It's to hope to get them to engage with you, to reach out to you so that you can then invite them into a conversation. Conversations create clients. And if you're not getting the conversation, you're not creating the clients. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. I have a great topic for you today. I'm going to be talking to you about when it is and when it isn't helpful to ask other people like what they're doing in their business, (laughs) how they're getting clients and, and what they're doing. But before we dive into that, I do want to make sure that I invite you to book a call with me to talk about joining us in the Passionate and Prosperous Academy. Now, the Academy is available to you at any time. So whenever you're listening to this, you are invited to come and be a part of our unbelievable community and to give yourself the coaching and the support and the mentorship and the accountability and the motivation and the inspiration and all of the things that we provide uh, in the Academy. You are invited to do that at any time because you can begin your journey in the academy whenever you want. And I also think that there are some times when it just feels like it would be like a really, really great time to decide to start something. And so as you know, um, the beginning of a new year is often that time. Now, I am recording this episode and sending it out into the world at the end of November. And we have a bunch of new Academy members starting their journey on December 1st and on January 1st, 2024. Now, I know that you are probably wanting to, you know, end this year strong and begin your new year 2024 with a bang like and know that you're setting yourself up for inevitable success and to have the most incredible, you know, I always go into a new year saying like I want to make this my best year ever. Why wouldn't I want to just keep having better and better and better years in my life and in my business and I think you probably feel the same way. So the Passion and Prosperous Academy is a one-year business accelerator and personal growth program, and we provide you. I provide you, and then the team, like the coaches that also work with me in the program, um, we provide you with basically everything that you need to set yourself up for inevitable success. Um, the program is really designed for you to and, – and actually – It's like what I'm about to talk about in the episode is actually even more of a case for why you should join the academy. But what happens for you in that year is you literally have me and the team holding your hand in real time Doing your business with you and helping you to put all the right foundational things in place to make sure that you know how to attract clients, grow your email list, um, have an offer that you love so much that you can't, you know, wait to tell everyone you meet about it. How to talk about what you do, um, how to create content that supports, you know, what you do, so that you can um, attract people with value and give them experiences so that they'll understand what it could be like if they were to actually invest in themselves to work with you or join you for whatever it is that you are offering. Um, I really believe in the Academy so wholeheartedly that when I do make the offer to the Academy, like off of one of my events or workshops, I often start crying a little bit. That's how much I love it. So if you know that you want to End 2023 and start 2024 knowing that you are giving yourself the greatest gift you could possibly give yourself as a coach, an entrepreneur, a wellness expert, a creative. And you want to have my guidance really figuring out how to take your expertise and your gifts and your skills and turn all of that into something that other people want to absorb and buy and and have for themselves, then you should definitely book a call to talk with me about it. So that's my little sort of like, you know, my little plug right now for how I know that I can help you have such an incredible year. And if you're starting to think about your goals and what you'd really like to have happen, there's nothing better that you could do for yourself than give yourself um, an environment and a container where you know that like you're actually going to be able to do the things that you would like to do, so we're gonna dive in to, and you know a lot of times my episodes are uh inspired by things that I hear or things that I see, like out on the internet, or like if I'm on discovery call, or at my workshops and trainings, and even with the conversations that I have with my clients, with the current members of the academy and everyone that I'm working with. And I'll see something or hear something, and that will let me know what would be a great a great episode to put out there, because if one person needs it, then that means a lot of people need it. And what I just said should be helpful for you when it comes to your own business, because that is the best possible way to create content and offers is to make them in response to what you know people need and want help with and are struggling with, right? So, a really funny thing that I see a lot of, a lot of people do is just come up with an idea for a workshop or a training or a lead magnet, or just some content, whatever. And it's just kind of the, that it's just information related to, you know, their niche or the work that they do, or it's just something they feel like doing. And it's not always that they're creating that workshop training, challenge, um, you know, content offer, mini course, whatever you want to think of that you can create, that they're not creating it literally based on what they know their ideal clients, their market is really wanting and needing the most. Because if you could can literally offer that up, then how could you not know that people are going to want it? Right. If you if it's literally coming from you hearing what people are struggling with or what they want to know or what they want to be able to do or achieve or whatever. So that's just that's actually like an aside um, that because whenever I come on here and I tell you that, like, I created an episode based on something that I literally heard you know, in either our community or other communities that I'm in, um, you should know that that is a very, very, very important strategy, right? So, um, So here's what happened. And a lot of you that listen to the show, uh, you know, I'm just going to come out and say this. A lot of the people that listen to Passion and Prosperous listen to it because they became aware of me or familiar with me, Stacey Brass Russell, um, because we went to the same coaching training, the same coach training. Okay. And so I know that a lot of people that, you know, discover me or that, find out and listen to the show and and follow me and stuff that that was that's a sort of like a place right where I'm I'm well known okay or that they have friends from their training and get I get you know recommend and refer and whatever so if you're listening and you know you know who you are right um Uh, we have a Facebook group. There's a Facebook group, not we, it's not my group. It's the group from the training that we all took. And it's a big, you know, alumni, big group with a couple of thousand people in it. And I'm in the group. And so I do look at when I get an alert that says someone made a post in there, I go look at it. And, um, you know, very often I will Comment or respond if someone's asking a question that I think I can add value to, like that I have an answer for. <laughs> right? Um, I will, I will chime in. I will give my recommendation. I will share my knowledge, my expertise, my value. Um, and sometimes, you know, and this is the really cool thing. After having made, you know, well over a hundred episodes of this show over the course of two years. Um, I will often have an episode that I've already created that would be really valuable for that person, right? Based on what they're asking. Um and and so I will sometimes try to say, like, hey, you know, I also have a podcast episode on this. You can let me know um, if you want me to, you know, point it out to you or point you in that direction. Now, the unfortunate thing is that because I am a business coach, and because many of the people that know me from that community over the years have worked with me in a paid coaching partnership, whether it's one-on-one or in any of my group programs or now in the academy, um... The unfortunate thing is that the school that I went to, rather than celebrating the success of all of the <laughs> all of the alumni uh, they they see me as a threat because they have their own business coaching program, and they don't want they they're they're threatened they don't want people um, to go out and work with other coaches so that's a little bit of a side weird thing, but because of that, very often I will make a comment that's not soliciting or not promoting any of my paid services, because you remember, the podcast is just like a free resource, right? I will not, I don't even get an email address if you listen to this podcast. I don't know if you're listening unless you tell me that you are, you know? So, I mean, there couldn't be a less kind of like solicitous thing that you could offer for free than a podcast, because any anything else, like a lead magnet or an opt-in, obviously that that's going to make it that you have to enter your name and email in order to, you know, to to get that. But a podcast, you don't even need to do that. So it genuinely is this just sort of like f- the freest of the free, right, offer. But anyway, they will often delete my comments or not let me even post in the group. And that's just too bad for them. I think that's kind of sad. But so I, so I so I have to be kind of careful when I comment on posts that even if I think – that I'm going to be really helpful and really valuable um, to who, wh- what the person is asking. So I get an alert today that someone, or you know, yesterday or whatever, that someone made a post in the group, and what they wrote, okay, was, "Hi everyone, I graduated in 2021, and I'm curious how you all are getting clients and what you're selling. Thank you." <laughs> Okay. Now, I look at a post like that, and I know that that is someone who is basically saying, and I know this for, for from years of decoding <laughs> posts and talking to so many people that have written posts like that, um, That is that essentially, that post tells me, I graduated in 2021, I still don't have a client, you know, a business or client's. And I really don't know what I'm doing. And so I'm going to come in here in a, you know, in a a, a place of thousands of people where, and then here's the other unfortunate thing where I would have to say, I don't know the exact percentage, but I'm going to make a guess that about 80% of the alumni in that group still have no like, you know, business that of, of any, you know, real, um, like business, like that they don't have business. They don't know how to get clients. A lot of them have actually given up. I I just know this. Um, you know, a lot of them have just not even pursued being coaches or whatever. Um, and so I know that this post is basically, you know, coming in and asking, you know, only, only a small percentage of the people in that group would even be able to answer like business related questions, like the way a business coach could about like how to have a business, like how, like what is getting clients and what you're selling. It's how to have a business. That is all a business is, right? A business is selling something that people buy or pay for, I like to say, right? That's all a business is, so if you're asking what are you selling and how are you getting clients, what you're basically seeing is how do you have a business? How do you know what to sell, right, your offer, and how are you finding people to buy it? So essentially that question is how to have a business, how to have a business. Now, some people, right, when they come out of a program or whatever, they have they have some things in place, and that's what we're going to be talking about, that made it possible for them to sort of like get going and get off the ground. But many, 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 many more people than that don't have that. And the starting of a business from scratch is something that most people, when they, when they decide to get a certification in something, right, like a new thing. They're ready to like change career. Um, they want to do something different. They want to do something that they feel more passionate about. They want to do something that feels like they're really using, you know, their talent or their gifts or their skills or what they have a knack for, you know, or what they or or something that they've experienced for themselves, had massive transformation and now really believe that it's their mission to share that with other people and to help other people with that same thing, right? So whatever it is that makes you decide to go out and get another certification or get a certification and decide you're going to try something new and different, a lot of times when people do that, they're not really knowing the, the the reality of what it takes to, to, to start a business from scratch to get something off the ground. And then it gets really disappointing when you're fending for yourself and you're out there just trying to do it, like you're making it up and you're trying to do it, you know, and you're sort of like not – you don't really know what you're doing And for some people, they figure it out and it works. And then for many others, it's just too hard to figure out without support, okay? And so there's this happens a lot. So, you know, what I see often in this group are people who are just really struggling. They have no idea what to do. And they're going in and they're asking in a group of people, with a, with a whole, like, without knowing there's nothing unifying the group, right? So you've got people in there who have no, have no idea either. And then you've got people who have managed to like create like a little something, something, you know, from like what they like, and I'm going to talk about like how how we all enter our business. And then you've got other people who are actually, and this is the small percentage, who are actually, like, making it happen, you know? Like, and most of them will say that they didn't start making it happen until they got a coach or a mentor, all right? And then you've got people who have been in business for years, okay, who are already at, like, a whole different, we'll call it phase of their business. And so... Where they're getting clients from and what they're selling is inconsequential to someone who has, hasn't started yet. Because what you're doing three, four, five years into a successful business is irrelevant to how someone would start a business. So going in and not saying, you know, like really where you are in your business or what you want to know, that that in and of itself makes it really hard to crowdsource wisdom, right? But what happened when I saw this question, and I'll say it again, it's, you know, hi, everyone. I graduated from, insert name of school, in 2021, and I'm curious how you all are getting clients and what you're selling. Thank you. And when I read that, my Stacy Brass Russell, like, you know, <laughs> like my, my my impulse was to try and sort of like give her the lay of the land, right? Like give give her like an answer that could help her, um, that could help her, right? Because like what I wanted to say was, well, you're just posing this question without saying for those of you who are in, you know, who just started and have some clients or for those of you who are in the early stages or for those of you, but she didn't say that. Right. And so my first impulse was to say like, well, how I get clients and what I'm selling, you know, like, it's not gonna help you to hear, I have a one-year, you know, academy and I have, you know, and I have, you know, a high ticket one-on-one and, and I do courses and I do, you know what I mean? Like, and I have some courses and I have some other products and I have all these things and I get my clients by, you know, a whole variety of ways, like by referrals and by showing up really consistently with a very, very strong message um, and by doing my podcast and by offering tons of free workshops and challenges and talks and by, you know, talking to people all the time and telling people what I do and investing in like, you know, pitching myself for media and being a guest on other people's podcasts and speaking, right? But this is five years into my business, like how I get clients, right? And that is nothing to do with how I got clients when I first started my coaching business. So, so, you know, my impulse was to try and sort of like, in a really loving way. Because remember, I always want to be really loving and I never want to, like, embarrass anyone or make anybody feel stupid or ridiculed. Like, that is so not ever what I want to do. And so I had to hold back from, like, because it was just in a stupid comment on, you know, on a Facebook post. And I also know that I might, I could spend... 10, 15 minutes trying to construct the most supportive, awesome comment for her. And it could get deleted by the people immediately. A minute, it's like a huge fucking waste of my time anyway. So I was, you know, I, I had to hold back and I was like, I'm not going to comment on this because, because I, if I'm not going to answer her question, which is how are you getting clients and what are you selling? Because if I were to answer that question, just, just be like, hi well, I graduated in 2018 and I, you know, am selling this and that and this is all the ways I get clients. I actually really don't think that that would be very helpful for her, right? So... So it didn't comment and instead I thought, this is a great opportunity for me to come in and make an episode about this. And then of course, like maybe someone will tell her, Stacey Brass Russell made an episode for you, right? Or maybe I'll tell her myself. Um, but anyway, I thought it would be, and I've talked about almost all of the, the things that I'm, you know, that I want to talk about on today's show um, in, the, in past episodes, but you know what? It's never, it, it always bears repeating, Okay. So we're going to just analyze this question and I'm hopefully going to try to help, you know, her and all of you to really think about how, how, how you think about your business and the way that you ask questions, especially if you have a mentor or like, or someone that could actually help you, how you ask your questions is really, really important. All right. So, um, So the the thing is, is that, as I said, it doesn't actually really matter how a bunch or a smattering of random people in a Facebook group are getting clients or what they're selling. That shouldn't matter to you, right? Because all that matters first and foremost is where you are in your business. So you either only want to hear from people who are going to answer, who are either in the same phase as you, but maybe having more of what you want, or who have already been through that phase and w- will tell you about that phase right so there, so it doesn't matter if someone who's already further along answers your question it's not going to help you it needs to be either someone in the similar phase as you or someone who's now out of that phase and is willing to be able to remember or recollect back to what they were doing to be successful in that phase of business that you're in and third, maybe even just a like an actual business coach or someone who knows how to tell you what to do in that phase of your business. So we actually have an episode on the phases of business, but, and I think I, I outlined four in that one, but to simplify things, I'm going to tell you for these purposes of today's episode that I want you to think about that our businesses generally have like three phases, okay? The first phase is the starting phase or the building phase, right? That's like when you are literally starting. You're just starting. And I consider that phase, the the starting and building phase, to last until, okay, like you have validated your main signature offer. And we're gonna talk about the like what you're selling part also, okay? But we'll talk about that. But the starting or building phase is the phase you're in. And I'm not gonna necessarily put a monetary number on it because I don't think it it has to do with, well, it's until you've made your first six figures. You know, I'm not saying that. But I do think that it's the phase that you're in where you're focusing on one main offer that you're selling Right, it's like your anchor offer. It's your it's your irresistible high ticket for you offer. Meaning, it's the most expensive, you know, thing that you would be selling (laughs) at this time, and it is how you help someone in like the fullest way. Right, I often refer to it as like the full shebang, the whole shebang. The you know, it's everything. It's really what you do, and it's not only what that you should start your business with offering this, but it's also that you should start your business offering the thing that you went, that you said you want to do, right? The transformation that you want to provide. And you need to find people to pay you for that in order to validate, clarify, and make sure that what you're offering has a market, that you're on point, that you know how to talk about it, that there are people that want what you're offering, that you're nailing how you talk about it and describe it so that people say yes when they're talking to you or want to talk to you about it, right? There's so many things that need to happen in order for you to create clients that begins with like that there needs to be, you need to be able to find the people, right? And that was her question, Where are you getting the clients? Um, and then you need to be able to like match what it is that you're selling with something that those people want and need, and you have to validate that. you have to have that affirmed a good amount of times before you think of you know of of your next phase of business, which is what I call growing. So I'll give you an example of like a growth model, right? Which is we start out working one-on-one with people. We start out offering our services. You know, this is for like high ticket. This is not if like you're a yoga teacher and you're teaching group, you know, fitness classes, group yoga classes. But if you want to become an entrepreneur, as a yoga teacher, right? And this is really this is really good for me to say because I do work with a lot of yoga teachers and I and I tell yoga teachers you have to be ready to know the difference between being a yoga teacher that works at someone else's yoga studio or works for someone where they're providing the students and the space and 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 all you have to do is show up and teach. Okay. That is not the same thing as having your own business and being an entrepreneur. If you were going to have your own yoga business, you would be teaching privates or doing your own trainings or workshops or retreats. You would be, um, uh, maybe even owning your own studio or something. Right. And so, like, as soon as you're no longer being handed clients by people, you have to figure out a model for how you're going to make money. And the other thing, and I'm just going to speak to the people that come from that realm of like, you know, listen, I mean, for lack of a better word, a yoga class is a group fitness class, right? So if you come from that background of, you know, teaching in group environments and whatever, the thing that, 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 makes the shift for you into being able to make more money. Okay. Because unless someone that you work for is paying you a lot of money to like, you know, teach their trainings and workshops or whatever, you're still working for someone else. There's still a cap on what you can make because no one's going to give you a sizable portion of their business. Right. This is like what makes it's what's made me leave working for people. When I get to the point where I go, what am I doing? I am putting my heart and soul and my blood, sweat and tears into someone else's business and making them a shitload of money. And I'm only getting like a piece of the pie, right? This is what makes people want to go out on their own. And then if you go out on your own, you're not going to make enough money to have a living wage and an income if you're, if you're teaching only like group classes where people are paying you, you know, $20. All right. So, what we teach what i teach is when you're ready to start your own business you develop a service that is one on one that is high value high touch and high ticket and you validate that and then and make sure that like you're an awesome teacher and an awesome coach and that people want what you're offering that you're really good at what you do and help individual people get real outcomes And then the growing phase of your business is where you move into what we call one-to-many. And that's when you might introduce a group program, a group component, right? So what I teach is like, you're not going to go into a group model until you've mastered the one-on-one model. And I tried to just outline some of the reasons to back that up. And, you know, there are more. Um, But that is basically the difference between building your business and then growing your business. And then there's scaling your business. And scaling your business is when you've now gotten to a point where you're serving enough people, where you have enough stuff going on, where you've validated your live offers, right, where you're delivering the services whether it's individual or or um or in you know in a group whatever and then scaling is where your audience is bigger and that's where like maybe you're able to like sell you know uh courses and programs and things on autopilot or where you've got enough now colleagues and referral partners that other people are will promote your stuff or you've got a big enough email list that you can like you know um that you can send out an email and reach a lot of people at once with some sort of a product or offer. Um, And the really important thing to remember is that at every phase of these business stages, in some ways, your role and what you do changes. So now I'm going to go back to her original question, which was, I'm curious how you're all getting clients and what you're selling. Now, again, I know it sounds like, I, I guess I am making assumptions that this person didn't come in, you know, midway in her business and is just curious what products people have. You know, I did look at some of her previous posts as well in the group just so I could get a sense. And, you know, they're all about, like, not knowing how to have clients, right? So um, so I thought, okay, okay. Um, what's the very first thing that how I want to answer this question, which is, well, you're in a group where you graduated from a coaching program, right? And you're a coach. And so what you're selling, it doesn't matter what other people are selling. What you should be selling is coaching. What you should be selling is coaching. And what you should be selling is what is what you really do as a coach, and that's what you should be focusing on. You shouldn't try to start like, you know, changing it up or turning it into something that it's not, because what many, many, many coaches do not understand when they graduate from coaching is that coaching and teaching are not the same thing. And I have, I believe, referenced this in other episodes if I don't have an episode on it, but this is like a sticky point for me that I think that a lot of people don't know how to make the distinction between which is that coaching is one thing. It is it is when a coach and a client talk to each other. That is coaching. That is the only thing that can be defined as coaching really is when a coach and a client or a person have and exchange an actual conversation with their voices, coaching can occur in that container. But anything outside of that, if you're serving, you know, an audience or a group of people or on social media or doing a masterclass or a workshop or a talk or whatever, you you could be inspiring people And you could be motivating people, right? If you're a motivational speaker or an inspirational speaker or whatever, you could be educating them. You could be teaching them. But you can't be coaching them. Because in and of itself, coaching is a conversation between two people. And you could have a group coaching situation where there's lots of people in the room but where each person gets coached, meaning each person has their own conversation. Maybe it's in front of everyone else, but that's the only time that coaching is happening. And everything else is teaching. You want to sell an evergreen product? You want to literally pre record some lessons and make a little worksheet and have people pay something for it and get it and do it on their own? That's a course, that's teaching. It's not coaching. The only way to actually help somebody to get an outcome where you can coach them to get it, like help them overcome their obstacles, help them see where their their blind spot or their block is, or have them upgrade their belief system, or rewire something, or change a behavior, or put in something that's gonna be more beneficial. Um, Help them to figure out what they really want and need. None of that is teaching. It's a facilitation. Coaching is a facilitation. And then when we add into it information um, or advice or, you know, a how-to, if we're providing it, now we're adding in teaching and mentorship. So it's really, really important to know the difference between coaching, teaching, and mentorship. And if you are saying that you're a coach, like if that's what you're advertising that you do, that's why you went into a program and got a certification to be a coach, then the very first thing you should be selling what your offer should be is coaching. And it should be a coaching offer that actually includes the full transformation, meaning your offer like how how long you work with someone and how many sessions it is and what you include in it, you know, all of those logistics and details is what I call it. That should be based on how long and how much time and how many sessions you know as the expert in your niche, in your field how what it will take for you to help someone get that out those outcomes and that transformation through a coaching relationship. And you should only offer that. You shouldn't offer anything that doesn't speak to you knowing that that's how long it takes and how much it'll take for someone to get the transformation. So in my experience, coaching can help someone definitely get an immediate quick outcome. I have had 30 minute coaching calls where I left someone in a better place than they started. I have definitely had VIP sessions which I do offer. Right? Right? Like if you came to me and you said, "I don't want to work for a few months, you know, with you or in the academy for a year. I don't think I need that." Where I am in my business is I've got a very specific problem and I need some spot treatment. I need some eyes and I need to like I need some help overcoming some imposter syndrome or to like, or to get some clarity, you know, on, or to like, you know, change this like thing that I keep thinking and believing, right? Then we could have like a session and probably get you somewhere. But if you wanted help with your entire business, I'm not going to tell you that we can do that in four weeks. You know, I'm very realistic and most of the people that I coach and work with that are coaches and transformational experts, energy healers, you know, teachers of yoga, which again, I the people that come to me that are yoga teachers are not just teaching asana. They're not just teaching the physical. They're actually like in love with the philosophical, with, with the philosophy of yoga and the science of yoga and the fact that, that, that yoga is about your brain and your thoughts and your identity and working with your operating system, your nervous system, right? And so the yoga teachers that I want to coach are the ones that are geeky and nerdy about that stuff because that is really helping people have transformation, And so one yoga class is not going to provide that level of transformation, right? And so I work with transformational experts who are realistic about like what it really takes for their clients, their niche, the people they work with to really get the transformation and the outcomes that you're saying are what you're an expert in helping people to do or what your passion is in helping people to do. So when you enter into your business and you know what you're passionate about and you know what you really want to help people get and achieve and have by the end of your work together, what they want, like what they really want. If you say to someone, oh, I can, yeah, 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 I can help get you that in like, you know, two weeks or four weeks, and that's not true, then that's shitty. You don't, you can't offer people something that isn't in integrity with what you, how you can really help them. So this idea of like, what are we selling? Well, when we first start out, we should be selling the full transformation that we know is what we went to school to do, what we what we set out to do. And that's gonna come back to like your own mission and your why, right? And that's gonna come up now with the curious how you're getting clients also, right? But like the thing that is just so important is that you know why you decided to become what you are. Anyone listening to this, whatever you identify as, I know I keep talking about coaching today, but I keep bringing in like whatever kind of transformational service-based provider you are, however you help people, you're a helper, you're a server, you're someone who like, who, who partners with another human being to help them get ahead or get something better or get some success, like, or to make a change, Right or to, to, to heal, to transform. And so when you decided to do that, because that's like a big deal. It's a big deal to take that on, to decide that that's what you want to do. And when you decided to do it, I bet you that you knew really specifically like the way that you wanted to tell people and, and with what, right? And so like, so that shouldn't change when it comes to what you're selling, once you establish that like you kind of nailed it and you've got the right words and the right language and the right marketing and and you and messaging and people are buying it then you might go okay this is great now i've got a lot of one-on-one clients i know that this is what people want i know i'm on to something and now i'm going to maybe create other things to sell which will put me in the category of that now i'm going to be a teacher or a mentor because i'm going to have to know how to create content in a way that other people are going to benefit from that they're still going to be able to get transformation and help and success and, and and achieve things but they're going to be doing it in a you know with like me you know teaching them something and i have to organize my teaching so that it's digestible and so that it's easy for other people to understand so the thing you have to remember is that coaching and teaching are two different skills and you might be great at one of them and not great at the other so you can't just assume that, like, they, that you're both. Maybe you are both. I'm both. I'm both. But I've been the teacher since I was literally in high school. Like my dancing studio where I grew up and learned how to tap dance and jazz dance and ballet dance, which eventually became part of my career, my dancing studio asked me to come back and teach. My sleepaway camp, which was a performing arts camp, I got to choreograph there and teach. I've been teaching pretty much my entire life. And that's just something that like, I, I, I assume that it, it's a natural gift. And I've, I've, I've kind of improved on that skill for decades of my life by doing it and by learning from other teachers that I admire, right? And having mentors that are also really good teachers. I've had a coach. I've had coaches that are not good teachers and vice versa. I've had uh, coaches who who said they were coaches, but they really weren't. They were mentors and teachers and they really weren't able to support in the mastermind that I was in um, as a coach because they really weren't actually a coach, which I didn't really know before I signed up when I wanted both coaching and mentorship. Okay, so what I'm pointing out to is that, like, if you want to move into the model of anything other than working with someone one on one, chances are you're moving into a model of teaching and how you teach. You need to now that's a new skill of how to create the right content, how to create courses, how to take your thoughts and your expertise and what you're really good at and turn it into courses. And we do that in the academy I teach everybody how to create workshops and trainings and talks as a method of attracting clients. And, and I'm, we're really, I mean, I'm really in there with them, helping them to make sure that like the content that they're putting together for their stuff is actually transformational and that they're not going to just sit there giving out a bunch of information, like as if, you know, their clients want to go back to school. Right. And just be in like a, a boring college lecture. But no one learns really well from that, especially in the fields that we're all in. If you're going to do a course or a program where you're serving one to many, that still has to be an like an actionable, um, transformational, experiential, um, you know, container so that people get results when they're in it not that they're supposed to sit through and gather tons of information and then at the end go off and try to figure out how to implement it on their own. And that's, to me, one of the things that makes the academy so special is that, yes, there's information in there. Yes, there are, um, you know, master classes for you to watch on particular topics that are relevant to where you are in your business. But then you come to group coaching and we make sure that you know how to implement those things. There's no leaving you with like content that you then have to figure out how to actually bring it to your life and business. You know, we help I'm there to help you do that. It's just essential. So, so back to, you know, hey, I'm curious how you're getting clients and what you're selling. What anyone is selling should be directly related to the phase they're in of their business. And if you're in the beginning phase of your business, it should be that you're selling the thing that you, are, that you started a business to do, not nothing else. And you should be selling the version of it that gets people the full outcome and the full transformation or the full whatever, you know, in a way that's setting you and them up for success. And that's what your offer is. And so like whenever anyone comes to work with me, the very first thing that we do is your niche and your signature transformational system because that's the only way you can know what your offer is. So now let's move on to the other part of the question, which was, I'm curious how you all are getting clients. So let's get really, like, let's let's just say what's really obvious. At least it's obvious to me clients are human beings, clients are just other people. So the real question is, where are you finding human beings? Where are you getting humans from, right? So the thing is, is that unless and until you've got a big audience and you're in the scaling phase usually, right? You're the people that pay you for your services, are going to be human beings that meet you or that hear about you, find out about you and get on a call with you. So, and you've heard me talk about this many, many times. I've actually created an entire course on this, which I'm actually going to be bringing back in 2024 called Prosper, which is how to talk about what you do. Because because creating clients in the transformational space, especially if you're a coach, Comes entirely from conversations with people. You know, you might you might hear from people like out there on the internet or social media. You know, you know entrepreneurs that are successful saying that like you know you don't have to have discovery calls. You don't have to have you know like you know they can teach you how to like never have a discovery call. But here's what I'm going to tell you: nobody's business gets high paying clients. Without a discovery call, until that person has been in business for so long that they have so much reputation and social proof and so much of a like a following, and they've, they're so established that, that someone may be able to build up enough feeling of connect, and they've got so much content out there, and they've got so much for you to take in that someone might be able to build up their own level of no love and trust for that person um, without talking to them. So do I think that someone can actually decide to work with me and sign up for the Academy without having a call with me? I actually do. And there are people who, you know, listen to this show. I mean, there's 100 plus episodes. There are people who listen to the show and then they look at my social media. Maybe they come to my free event and they sign up for the Academy without having a conversation with me. But this is years in the making. This is not year one. This isn't like where where there's nothing really of substance for you to find out there about me, but you're like curious and like you want to talk to me about whether or not I could be the right coach for you, that is going to require a conversation. That is not just going to require a social media post and a DM and a payment link. So when you think about it, until you get to a really specific time in your business, most likely scaling, you are... You are creating clients one conversation at a time. You're talking to people. You're out there telling people what you do. You're out there meeting people, even on social media. Your goal is not that people are necessarily going to just pay for shit from a post, but it's to hope to get them to want to talk to you. It's to hope to get them to engage with you, to reach out to you so that you can then invite them into a conversation. Conversations create clients. And if you're not getting the conversation, you're not creating the clients. So if anyone was going to answer that question on on the social media post, where are you getting clients from? Then and I didn't do this, but like what I would say is, will you get clients from who from talking to people? So who are you talking to? How can you find places to talk to your ideal clients? There's no mystery for getting clients. Clients are human beings, and they're human beings who have the problem that you solve or who that need what you're offering. And you need to be able to talk to them. So this brings us to the final thing that I really want to talk about, about why it doesn't really help to ask around randomly in groups of people that you don't know anything about for help. Because even someone who just started their business, okay, if they started their business because they knew and saw Around them, so many people that needed what they were going to do or offer, right? And they become, or whatever, we'll use coaching again for this instance, okay? And they already have like a a, a lookalike audience. Like basically, and this is me, okay? This is me. So when I first became a coach, I owned a yoga studio. I had been teaching yoga in New York City for almost two decades, and I had owned a yoga studio for seven years of that of those two decades. I had been developing relationships and a following with people who saw me as this like high-level, trustworthy yoga teacher that was at the top of my game, um, that had helped so many people on all of the levels, because my yoga classes were never just about the poses. They were always about the philosophy and the spirituality and the like how to apply yoga to like... How you want to make changes to your life and 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 uh, you know, and your experience right and so when I became a coach, I had a huge pool of people that already saw me as a transformational expert, and when I basically started telling people that I was offering coaching, they wanted it. So that is really different for someone like now, after the initial sort of flurry of all of those people that I already knew that came in and were my clients and wanted to work with me, then I had to start figuring out, oh, how do I get new people? Especially because I then stopped owning the yoga studio and the yoga studio was a real like good flood, flood of new people for me to meet. And then the pandemic hit and there was no more flood of people in real life, which is how I started my business, which was all of these people in real life working with me, including all of the coaches that started working with me. Why? Because they met me in real life at the live events that we were going to from our school. And once the pandemic hit and there was no more real life, I had to really strategize for myself what my next move was going to be of how to start meeting new people online. And that's a different strategy and takes longer. Takes longer. So to ask randomly people where they're getting clients from without having any idea if people that are in the same phase of business as you starting and building... That if they had like what I had, they had like a pool of people to draw from in the beginning or not. Many, many, many of the clients that I work with do not have that. But here is what they do have. And this is something that I will hang my hat on and what I really believe. We decide to do what we're doing because we knew someone or know someone who needed what we're offering. And your first handful of clients are always going to come from the people that you know. And if that's not true and you don't know anybody who needs what you're offering, then there's a really good chance that you have the wrong niche and you should not be doing that niche because you should not have a niche where you are not attracting and easily meeting the kind of people that you work with. And when I say easily meeting, I mean that you should have access, whether it's that it's a demographic of people that are more likely to follow you on social media than not, or if it's where you actually go in the world and who you meet, right? Like, I could say, if I wanted to, I could say that I coach restaurant servers and hospitality workers. Why? Because I fucking meet a lot of them because my husband used to be in the the hospitality industry. I worked for years in the hospitality industry. um, And we go out a lot. And we know a lot of people. And I talk to people. And so if I told a bunch of people, like I, I coach, you know, hospitality, I would be able to find them because I'm out in the world meeting them. I would never make up someone that I helped and that I serve, right, that I have no access to or that I would have to like try to like figure out how to get in front of them. So, you know, where your people come from, where are you getting clients? It's going to be different for everyone, And getting clients from social media is a much longer play than getting clients from your life and from really the the most accelerated and rapid way to move someone into a conversation like a discovery call is to actually be talking to them, literally be talking to them or have them or have someone refer you right? That is literally the fastest way to a conversation. And social media is a slow way to a conversation. I'm not saying it can't happen, but it takes a lot more consistency and investment of time and energy to make it happen. So then that brings us to like a whole other thing. It's like, where are people getting clients from? Well, I've seen people that start their business and they just love making videos and reels. And it's kind of like their jam. They love it. They enjoy it. and, And it's fun for them. And that blows up their audience and social media faster than someone who doesn't use social media that way, where it's a struggle, where they're posting inconsistently, once in a blue moon, and they, you know, and they're not comfortable doing video, making reels. That I coach a lot of people. And one of the things that we have to work on is How to be visible? I mean, we literally, and we're going to do this again in the new year because we've got a bunch of new people joining the Academy. We did a 30-day social media challenge, which was post every single day something, no matter what, on social media, because that is a way of overcoming your block. We're also the deep dive. We do a quarterly deep dive in the Academy. The one that's coming up next week is on how to make videos and reels. Why? Because many of the people that I work with are not like, you know, that, that's not their, they're not necessarily millennials. I don't know if that's like a rude thing to say, but making reels is, is something that they feel frustrated by. They don't know how to do. And so guess what? We're doing a training on it. Why? Because I know that reels and video are right now the most important social media marketing asset for anyone. And like, meaning if you want to use social media to grow your audience and attract clients. So, you know, like these are all things to consider is that like, you can't just get one answer from a random person about where they're getting clients from and what they're selling, because in a way it doesn't fucking matter. It only matters what you, where you are going to get clients and what you're selling and what phase of your business you're in. And if you don't know what that should be, then you you really need to be talking to someone either who's an expert, who knows a lot of stuff and can support a lot of different people because they really know what they're talking about. But if you're going to go to a peer-to-peer thing, if you're just going to go into a group and ask other people where you have no idea what their level of success or expertise or knowledge or whatever, most people, if they're not business coaches or mentors, they only know like how to do what they did that worked for themselves. They can't necessarily tell you why it worked. That's a big reason why someone might become a business coach or a mentor is if it's is if that's how their brain works that they can not only know what works for them but that they can then tell someone else how or why they can apply that same thing to their own business okay but it doesn't help if you're looking for a peer to peer answer Unless you're, unless you're narrowing it down to that you want to hear from people in the same phase of business as you, um, with the same start starting point, you know, do they know? Do they already have an audience or not? Do they already have some no love and trust? Do they already know some people who should be working with them? Um, you know, and. And so on and so forth, right? And then offer, you know, being like where they're not offering, you know, a bunch of low ticket products and stuff if that's not the phase that you're in in your business. So the, the, the generalized question, which comes out of desperation and fear of not knowing where to get clients and not knowing what to sell, unfortunately, that's not a great crowdsourcing question that, uh, unless the whole audience of people that you're crowdsourcing is either people in the same phase of business as you that can share what's working for them. Okay. Which that is possible. That is possible. She might get some answers for that on there. Right. But it still doesn't mean that what's working for them is going to work for her or anyone else, because it's still going to depend on like, who, like, what is this person doing in their life? Are they going out and talking to people? Do they already have, you know, what is the niche that they've chosen? Are they really clear on all of that? Right. And then of course, like the, what they're selling, well, you know, if you, that also depends on what kind of business you want to have. So if someone wants to have a six figure business, again, this is what, when you come to work with me, I ask you all of these questions, right? I say, how much money do you want to make? I've got some people that are like, I want a multiple six figure business. And I've got some people where their answer is $50,000 or $40,000 our approach to what you need to do in your business is going to be different. It's going to be different. And then what people are charging is a factor. There are so many things that go into making money in your business. And so, you know, knowing what phase you're in is really important. Selling one main thing that that is the quintessential essence of what you do is another important thing if you're in the beginning phase. And then when you think about how much money your goal, what your goal is, let's say for year one or something like that, then pricing your offer and then literally doing the math and knowing how many people you need to say yes to your offer at the price that you want to start at in order to make the amount of money that you want to make and then setting out to talk to as many people as possible until you create all of those clients one at a time. And as you go, if you find yourself having a hard time finding people who want to work with you, then you need to have a mentor or a coach who can help you analyze as you go why that's not happening. If it's not right, why aren't people saying yes to working with you? Why can't you find anybody who has the problem that you solve? Why, you know, do you get people on calls but then they're they they're like, and I don't know, I have to think about it. Um, all of those things. Factor in. So there's just so much that goes into starting a business. And very rarely do two people have the identical, all of those factors. So very rarely can one thing work for like everyone in exactly that way and that formula. So, and all of this is not to be a downer, it's actually the opposite. It's to say, this is the beautiful thing about having your own business because you get to create the business that is the perfect business for you. And as long as you know what you're doing and who you work with and you get really, really honed in on that, then you can figure out the right strategies for you, depending on where you live, what your demographic is, you know, like where you go, how you're gonna find those people, if you want to do networking, if you want to be a speaker, if you want to create content that's, you know, talks or workshops or challenges, you have to decide and maybe you need guidance to know if you what you want to do. Maybe you need someone who can say, well, this, is, this would work like this. This would work like this. This is how this works. This is what this is like. And that's when having a mentor, coach and all of that is really helpful, right? Is to help you figure out someone who knows and can say, look, this is the lay of the land. There's not that many, you know, there's, there's, there's some realities, which is to make money, you need to have an offer and someone who wants to buy it. And then all the other stuff about, about getting the business off the ground is about making sure that that offer is something that people want and will pay for. And then knowing that you can find the people that will want it and pay for it. And in the beginning, that's it. And then as things keep growing and building and scaling and getting better and better, then we layer in other possibilities. But we need that data in the beginning first in order to know. And that's the growth. That's the the first phase of your business. And and therefore, it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing if they're in a different phase of business. And even if they're in the same phase of business as you, they may not have the same set of circumstances as you. So, you, you know, so there's a lot of questions that you have to be able to ask in a certain way in order to get the answers that'll be the most helpful for you. That is what I came in to talk about today. And I hope that this was received with absolute love, right? This was not meant to tear this question apart. It was meant to say, man, I wish I could answer that question by commenting in a Facebook group, but I wouldn't even touch it. Right with a 10 foot pole in the Facebook group, because A, I probably would get deleted, and B, because it's just not possible to go into the level of what I just said in a comment on a Facebook group. When what I would like to lovingly say is, hey, listen, these are not the best questions to ask. You should be more specific and say, hey, I'm just starting out, I don't have any clients. Here's my situation. And, you know, does anybody have any? No, whatever. I mean, there's lots of other ways that this question could get helpful answers. You know what I mean? And hopefully, um, because again, if someone is selling, you know, a $97, you know, um, <laughs> per session coaching, that's not going to help you if you want to have a six-figure business. So you know what I mean? So someone might say to you, well, this is what I'm selling and this is how I get clients. And they might say to you that they're like, you know, low lowballing and getting a couple of clients here and there that book one session. But unless that's the business model you want to have, which is one that actually doesn't really have consistent income and doesn't have a lot of possibility for, you know, for growth, um, then that's not going to help you to hear that from someone. Okay, so I know I already said I'm going. Now I'm really going. Um, as I said in the beginning, join us in the academy. Make 2024 your best year ever. Whenever you're listening to this, though, you can join us in the academy. And if you're already at a certain point in your business, maybe you're making six figures and you are ready to put in group programs and do your own summits and really position yourself as an expert, maybe start your own podcast or do certain things like that, then reach out to me about working with me one-on-one um, so that I can help you to take your business and all of that to the next level. That's what I have for you. I'm sending you all the love um, and I can't wait to be with you again next week in your headphones. Bye.